Hello. Hello. That was annoyingly loud. Sorry. And then Sunny put on a weird hat. I feel like I feel most like of our... these are just. Really oh, Sunny did this. You can't see. Um. In any case, hello and welcome to Subtext. Yes, that. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm very tired. I don't know how you, well. You just I mean, you were just like watching a show for like yeah. half an hour while I wrote this episode. I don't know how attentive I'm gonna be. That's but all right. It's fine. That it's happened. I am painting my nails again. I did this last week, two weeks ago. Gracious to me. Anyway, continue. need to teach this kid self control. All right. How do I call that? Uh, Can you introduce what the episode is about? Yeah. So <laughs> today we are going over a timeline of queer characters in animation. So this will this episode will both serve as kind of like a look back at the past and how we've kind of improved over time in when these things pop up, but also this is kind of a kind of a watch guide from the things that I would consider. This is a reference point for all of the episodes that Keely writes. Okay, that is also kind of true. A kind lot of. of these things are things that I would want to talk about. Um, I think the majority of them. In any case, yes, let us get on with the episode. Um, wait, oh, there is one. There is one update. Um, what is it? I started watching. Okay, so I went away for last weekend, and the day before I came back, I was bored. So I watched Love Simon, which I really, really enjoyed. Um, and then I was like, I should probably read the book because I really like the movie. So now I'm reading the book and it's really good. Uh, Simon and the Homo Sapiens Agenda, Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda. Check it out. Um, but I'm also watching Love, Victor, which is like a sequel show and it's really good and I'm enjoying it a lot. Anyway, it's kind of queer. Um, quirky, 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 quirky. Uh, but anyway, sorry, continue. That is my update. All right, cool. Oh yeah, I, I guess I can give an update too. I recently, um, there's an artist that I really like <laughs> um but i watched an anime because she said it was good it's called yu yu Hakusho. i'm actually going to talk about it a bit today but in any case i love it a lot and i just watched episode um 89 because i heard that it was the gayest one and my little sister walked in and she was like why are you watching it i was like oh i'm watching it because that artist said that it was the gayest one she was like oh that's why you watch all media, right? My mom's that way too. I told her I was watching The Owl House and she's like, The Owl House? Does all stand for lesbian? And I'm like, do you just assume? I should probably close my door better, but I was like, do you just assume that every single thing of media I consume is just solely because it's quirky? Yes. I do. All right, okay. so let's get out. Um, and also just to be aware, this isn't a perfect exact timeline. Um, I wasn't, I'm not, my research isn't incredible. I'm not diving deep into the realms of representation. This is kind of just some surface level Googling of what I think is also just some pretty solid representation and things that you should also watch. Okay, uh, let's get into it. Okay, so October 24th, 1971, the first episode of Lupin the Third Part One came out. And you may be asking yourself, Keely, 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 are you just using this as an excuse to talk about Lupin the Third? 
Yes, I am. No, but, and it's like, and to that I say. Anyway, yeah. but the the show is, well, people, dumb people might see it and go, ah, heterosexuals. There's an incredible show to the point where I will sometimes be watching it and I'll be like, are they intentionally doing this or is it unintentional? Because also I can't tell. Also, there's a lot of Nazis in that show. What is it with you and Nazis? I don't, it's not with me and Nazis. The Nazis just kind of pop I up think when I like a bit of reference because I'm pretty sure I cut the Nazi part out of the last episode. <laughs> you shut up. They're both Jewish. It's fine. Anyway. It doesn't make it okay that, like, all, for some reason, all the media I like, it's like, and the Nazis. Like, I don't like to look. I don't intentionally want to see media with Nazis. I was like, watching um, like, The Wind Rises the other day. That Me being Jewish, in fact, I think it should make me more uncomfortable. Um, like, and no. It's, no. Anyway, it's not. a really great show. And Keegan and Fujiko, two of the main characters, are both here. And really awesome representation. Super vibey. All right. So moving on to skipping over 10 years. But January 1st, 1987, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Phantom oh, Blood, started publication in Weekly Shonen Jump. Wait, I have a question. Are, are Steel Ball Run and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure the same thing? Yeah. Then why do they have two different names? Um, because Steel Ball Run is technically the seventh part. No, Sunny, we've been over this. Um. And Steel Ball Run is the second, the seventh part of JoJo. JoJo is like multi generational. Steel Ball Run didn't begin until two thousand four. Wait, so so the race is only part seven? Yeah, it's only I thought like- it was like a oh. Okay. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Okay. So, and um, I mean, so people will get upset at me for saying that. I settle for the queer representation in my media with things that are queer coded, which I don't like it when people say this. I'm sure you're aware at this point, listeners, but I love subtext. Like I, that is the good stuff. Like I will eat it for breakfast. It's, it's all I need to be honest. And I know that there's a bit of a problem with queer people being like, ah, this character is this and and then media will be like, okay, great. So now we can just give you fake representation. Like the queer baiting is a problem, I know. But like, I fucking love it. It's so fun. Um, That's so, a no-no word. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> JoJo is my favorite queer coded story, I have to say. I was very surprised when I learned that was not canon because you talk about it so much. I talk about it so much. In any case, and it, it's, it, there's so much evidence to prove it's real. It has incredible fashion. Um, I'd yeah, say that better than fashion. you guys. All but right. good fashion. <laughs> oh my God. I'm not wrong. March 7th, 1992. Sailor Moon begins airing. Um, Sailor Moon is the best thing ever. Um, I love it, <laughs> and this is, it's, um, my Lyft driver the other day was obsessed with Attack on Titan. Ugh. 
and other oh, animes. I'm gonna get hit crimes. I'm gonna get hit crimes. Are you not oh, a Attack on Titan fan? What did so you I like about it? I, I know nothing about it. It's boring. Okay, back to Sailor Moon. It is technically a children's show. A what? Um, children's so show? When, when it came to the US, they're like, ah, lesbian couple. How do we dub this? Okay, they're cousins. And it's kind of infamous for like. That's literally what happened with um, Achilles and Patroclus in Troy, the movie. They were very much lovers, but um, in Troy, it's like, oh, they're cousins. That's great. Yeah, that, that happens too much. Um, I just think it's funny that like this, this dubbing company saw this like lesbian couple and they went, mm, yes. How do we how do we make it so they're not gay? Just say that they're cousins, incredibly close cousins. Also, uh, one of the people in I that make couple, out every now and then. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one of the people in that couple, Sarah by Larry, now and then I mean like every day, is canonically gender fluid. I believe. Right. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that they said that she's both male and female and also neither i'm not entirely sure which translation says which thing but in any case i'm pretty sure not she was sis. an important milestone in anime for being queer and then on october 10th 1992 so not very far in the future yu yu Hakusho also began airing and yu yu Hakusho, i was talking about a little bit earlier is kind of related to sailor moon in the sense that the authors are actually married and when I first heard this information, my brain was like, no. Because if you've read any of the things that the two of them have done, uh, I, think, I believe their names are Naoko Takauchi and Yoshihiro Takashi, uh, they're like both really gay. Like, I was just like, you're kidding me, they're not married. Like, she writes about like pretty girls like with swords in sailor costumes in any case she writes about that and he writes about like like manly men who like punch each other and like want to die together or like really like just i don't know they're both really gay and i was just like you're fucking kidding me when i heard that they were married um and apparently they are so anyway yu yu Hakusho is amazing it is quite possibly one of my like top five favorite animes i like it better than his other work hunter hunter i'm also gonna get a crime for this um i've heard of that but i don't know what it is the girls are cuter um yeah i wonder why you of all people would say that hmm. uh weird yeah also it's like the show itself is gorgeous it's like i love 90s anime aesthetic in general uh, Yu Yu Hakusho is great in particular because they have everything it looks like when I take a photo, like a screenshot that I took on my phone and then I turn up the saturation. That's what the whole show looks like. It's just like gorgeous. It, every color of the rainbow is on screen at all times. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is that a metaphor? I don't know. Um, moving on. This is not, uh, this is kind of a little bit more minor than the other things on this list, but in June 19th, 1998, Mulan came out, and I have to say that I'm pretty sure one of the characters, I don't remember which one of the two elites, is canonically bi, but I'm just more into the fact that 
Mulan is a complete girl boss. Yes. Why are you raising your hand? Just speak. Because you got mad at me when I was talking about irrelevant information. What'd you say? You got mad at me when I started talking about irrelevant information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So why are you raising your hand? <laughs> because I have more irrelevant information than I don't want to get mad at me. I'm not going to get mad at you, dude. <laughs> Um, I may or may not have convinced to watch this podcast. I don't know who that is. The library teacher. Oh, her. Okay, that's okay. Cool. Anyway, <laughs> don't you dare! Don't you dare! <laughs> imagine, imagine if we got listened to it. Oh my god, no! If you make our PE teacher listen to this podcast, I'm gonna murder you. Okay, moving on. Um, yeah. Uh, July 1998, Roots Basket came out. Sparkly. It's literally um, called Fruit Basket. What? It's literally called Fruit Basket. It's literally called Fruit Basket. Um, also, uh, I, it is also one of those things where I'm, so it has three main characters, two of which, Kyo and Toru, I, this is, I guess, spoiler warning end up together and are probably like the most believable heterosexual relationship I've seen in anime. Um, it's rare for one to happen. It actually makes sense. And then the third main character, Yuki, kind of gets, I don't know, uh, shoved in randomly with a female character that was kind of introduced, uh, who's basically like just copy and paste his character, but a girl. But she has a brother, and her brother is very gay, and also is in a relationship with someone that is just copy and paste him, a girl. Sunny, do you have a hypothesis for what me and several other fans of Fruits Basket might do with this information? Um... I do, but no, Keely, whatever might happen. So, people do this thing called shipping, <gasps> where they are like, oh my god, these characters actually have romantic chemistry, unlike the canonical like, Mommy? Right? Sorry. Mommy? <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's actually like, um, Yuki and Kakeru from Fruits Basket. I'm sorry, what? Yuki and Kakeru from Fruits Basket. <laughs> it's a name! Sunny! Ah! Okay. <laughs> Um, after that, I'm going to talk about One Piece. Of course you are. I don't, I talk about other things. Um, so, and this is only the first mention of One Piece that this will, this timeline will have. So, July 19th, 2009, um, I couldn't find the manga release date, but this is the episode of One Piece where, those of you who are familiar, One Piece goes to... Uh, One Piece. Luffy, the main character Luffy, goes to an island of women. Um, and I would love to swap places with Luffy. Oh my god, Sunny. Oh, stop being gay for like a second. Jesus. Um, wow, homophobic match. So he goes to an island of women where the most beautiful, most sought after woman of all time, Boa Hancock, lives. Boba Fett? Boa Hancock. Oh. Um, 
So, and she, her power is literally just to, like, seduce everyone around her. Yes, everyone. Everyone. So she's, like, this whole island of women just, like, thirsting after her. And then the main character comes, and the only person on the planet not affected by her, her miraculous, like, um, well, and our main character, Monkey D. Luffy, is not at all phased by this. He's just like, oh, okay, love spell, I guess. Um, and this is like one yeah, piece. I get it, I guess. Uh, this is just one little bit and all the evidence to suggest that my dear boy, Monkey D. Luffy, is canonically Arrowace. Um, also, people have mi- like sent letters to the creator, Ichiro Oda, and uh they've been like, will Luffy ever have a romantic interest? And he's like, no. Um, so if you need any more information, I'm sorry, but you don't. Uh, Luffy's canonically airways, that is that. Okay. Um, and then I feel like it was inevitable that I'm going to talk about Yuri on Ice. But now I am. I watched Disney on Ice when I was a child. You watched what? Disney on Ice. Cool. Yuri on Ice is better than whatever that is. No, you don't know what that is. I used to go with my dad and we would skate and then get snow yeah, cones and yeah, then watch yeah, Disney yeah, characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you being mean to me? No. Okay. Um. Yeah, so it started, it, it's been airing for like most of 2016 at this point, but December 7th, 2016, the two main characters, uh, Yuri Kratsky and yes. Vic Nikiforov, got married. Um, or they got engaged. They didn't get married, but it was very, very nice, very cute. And um, I, I don't, I couldn't find an earlier instance of a gay marriage in anime. I'm sure that there was one. I couldn't find any. Um, good for them. Yeah, and I actually got into it because our friend Isa. Uh, who is in our PE class. I feel like all of the people we talk about are in our PE class. They're just like lore. And she has, like, you guys are never going to meet them because they're all too unstable to actually be on the podcast. Uh, Isa, maybe. Um, Isa could be on the podcast. I asked her, just, do you want to go on the podcast for like a episode about, I don't know, Gaming or something? And she's uh, like, May 2019. I don't know what day. So um, I'm going to go on a Mob Cycle 100 rant now. Um, so I have a slight obsession with Mob Psycho 100 with the knowledge that it isn't I'd say the best anime ever it it is probably my favorite One Piece is my favorite manga um but Mob is definitely I'd say my favorite anime it really great visuals really great characters um but uh one of the main characters Regan Arataka is like heavily queer-coded uh, he also asks like out in the story. He asks the uh, his like male coworker out on a date. Um, so there's that. There's also lots of other little hints, but there's this one official art that was released in May 2019. That here I'm just gonna read this um little paragraph from the wiki wiki page. All right. Official Mob Psycho 100 art released in May of 2019 uh, features Reagan and Serizawa in traditional Japanese wedding attire standing next to each other. They are holding bouquets. In front of them are Mob and Ritsu, 
who are presumably the flower boys for the wedding. It is unclear what Studio Bones was insinuating with the art. Is it unclear, though? I know. I'm just like, mm, yes, I have no idea what's going on. So this, people had already been shipping those two characters, but that kind of, like, led to, like, a whole new amount of people, I guess, because that was, like, pretty much just the icing on the cake of that character being gay. So that happened then, and I, I'm, I love that show. It's really great. You should watch Mom Psycho on that. Okay, back to One Piece. I had two in between. I, I had a little bit of breathing room for you to digest your, oh God, why is Keely so obsessed with One Piece? Um, so, yeah, uh, August 25th, 2019, a One Piece episode aired featuring, and I, I'm sorry, I could not, yet again, I could not find the manga date, featuring a character named Okiku, and she is canonically trans, and awesome representation by that. She is, I'd say, a pretty good, like, well-designed character. I'd say that she looks feminine, but also within the stretch of the imagination, you can see her as, I mean, I don't know. Sunny, you've seen One Piece art. Oda has a particular way of drawing the female body. Um, it's literally just three circles. In any case, um... Yeah, so she appeared then, and I'd say is really, like, an awesome character. Like, I love her. Um, she's really cool. She was, like, my phone background for, like, four months. Oh, is that uh, the neon one? What? Is that the neon green one? I don't know what you're talking about. The neon green phone background that you solely put up to get to make June repulsed by your phone. Oh, no, that was something else. Um... June is my sister, by the way. Uh, I don't actually hate her, but I kind of do, like, sometimes. Okay. Uh, so the last thing I have on this list today was July 24th, 2021. Um, the Owl House episode. Featured, I know this one. Yeah, so he's like, eh! Um, what I actually am wearing. The first episode featuring Rain came out, and Rain is Disney's first non-binary character, and they're fucking awesome. Rain? Uh, Rain, yeah. How do you spell that? R-A-I-N-E. It is X. Are you not there yet? Oh! Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, they're great. Awesome. Awesome representation. Really cool character. Our friend Maisie loves the Owl House. And I also love the Owl House. When I was first watching it, she would always ask me every... I usually watch it on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. She would ask me every Wednesday and Thursday, so have you met Rain yet? And every Tuesday and Wednesday for like three months, I'd say no. It took then, you three months to watch two seasons? Shut up. I only watch it like like two episodes a week. So have like, you not finished? I finished. Okay, good. I was worried there for a sec. Have you finished? Yes. Okay, good. Just making sure. Jesus. Yeah, they're great. That is the end of my. No, specific it's not because the Owl House. There is one more really monumental moment. Um. That is. 
For some reason, I just didn't think of that. You're like the Owl House, and I'm like, oh, Lose Namity. And you're like, Rain. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Did you actually think of that? So. I literally. How did I not? I don't. I haven't done any research, but uh, I'm pretty sure this is the first time you know, young characters have had, like, canonically been in a sapphic relationship in Disney history, especially animated Disney history. True. Um, I don't, I don't know, but as far as I'm aware, um, and it was a really monumental moment, so, like, slay. Anyway. Yes. That's all I have to say. Um, yeah. While you were talking, I painted this with nail polish and I colored all of these with a pen that is now almost out of ink. So, productivity. That's really great. Did you paint a rock? A rock? Mm-hmm. No. No, I painted, this is cardboard. Hmm. With That's nail lovely. Polish. Love that for you. Should we call my grandma back here, or should I wait till I get off the call? Because it might be interesting, but eh, we'll wait. Have you heard of Johnny Joestar? No, Keely. <laughs> Never. That was sarcasm for all y'all neurodivergents like us that need tone indicators. Also, you can't see my face. But no self control. All right, I think that's enough for today. All right, <laughs> listeners. Okay, anyway, thank you for listening to this episode of uh, See you next week or the week after. We're still trying to figure out our posting schedules. We have both very theater-filled lives, so we have, like, no time whatsoever. Ooh, okay. We also, we also need to find another time to record because right now we've been recording Wednesday afternoons, but starting next week, I'm going to have rehearsal Wednesday afternoons. Oh, but there's one more thing I wanted to do before we left. Yes. What? All right. So I'm putting something in the chat. All right. And you're going to do it. All right. Am I? And, all right. So. I have now sent Sunny a which Steel Ball oh Run character are you quiz? You know, good way to end it off. Next Hold episode. On. Next episode, we're going to do one for Percy Jackson, I suppose. No, Heartstopper. Because next is a Heartstopper episode. All right. We this need to do. Episode. I just love next talking. episode. We'll do. Oh, this is some pretty. Please stop. I am a Catholic, and these people aren't real, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listeners. You have to hear my gremlin laugh. What do you think of this guy? Um, wait. Does my eyes are burning? That's a bad thing, right? What? It says my eyes are burning. Why would you ask that? That means that's a bad thing, right? Like that your eyes being yeah. Okay, correct. Uh, I will put punchy. I'm, this... I'm doing. I hate this show. I hate this stupid show. Oh, wait, part two? I don't know. I haven't seen read any of it. Seen? I don't know. Wait, which one? Okay, I'm doing. I hate this stupid show. Mm-hmm. You are one in a minion. Yes, the ten friends. I know minions. Haha, <laughs> love those guys. No, I think these kinds of chains are stupid. I hate minions. They're so bright. This is really, really bad grammar. Um, 
what image describes you the best? It's chaos. That was my brain. Yay. Oh, this is bad language. Can I skip this one? Um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. What's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Oh, no. I don't listen to Taylor Swift. I guess you aren't funny. I haven't. I feel like these are probably not Taylor Swift songs. <gasps> Consider yourself evil. What's your favorite white man? One, Donald Trump. Two, IDK, uh, Marvel actors in general. Three, I think hate white men. Four, Joseph Joestar. We're doing uh, number two, Marvel Star, actors. To be honest. Okay, wait, do you consider yourself evil? No, W2F. I hate evil people. Yeah, I am evil XD RAR. Yeah, I murdered people. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, I murdered people. Yeah, okay. okay. I got Gyro Zapelli. <laughs> I got Johnny Joestar. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> no, I did. All right, thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye.